What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 112. Today with my guest Josh Parkhurst of the band Last Point. They are a four-piece skate punk band from the central coast of California near Santa Barbara, it sounds like. Uh, they derive their sound from Good Riddance, RKL, and The Suicide Machines, among others. Um, but yeah, Josh and I just kind of talked about his background with music and how he got out to the West Coast in his early 20s. Uh, he's originally from New York, um, so we kind of talked about how that all went down and the difference in cultures and music and all that stuff. Um, Last Point also has some new music out, specifically a new album called A Broken Road. And I featured the last track off of that called Unfinished Business. So you'll hear that momentarily, and you can check it out on Spotify or iTunes if you like it. But uh, yeah, hopefully, other than that, uh, you yourself are doing all right out there. Um, if you're listening from California, uh, first of all, I'm jealous of your weather. It's still cold here on the East Coast. But uh, also, if you're in a band out there, feel free to hit me up or send me your music. Um, always interested in checking stuff out, maybe get you on the show. Uh, but regardless of where you're listening, um, as always, thanks for supporting local music and art. We, we definitely appreciate it. Um, definitely go follow Last Point on all the socials or feel free to leave a review or subscription on this podcast itself. Um, that's appreciated too. And then uh, last but not least, just got to mention uh, our little sponsor for the show, Truly Strings Guitar Shop in Laurel, Maryland. It's where I take all my guitars, and Steven is the uh, best luthier in town. So you can find his page on Instagram at Truly Strings. So yeah, that's pretty much it. We'll get to the conversation with Josh Parkhurst of Last Point. nice to meet you yeah nice to meet you virtually as well <laughs> um you are josh correct yes sir cool of the band last point from uh beautiful sunny california hopefully today uh well as you can see just over my shoulder here yes it, it actually is nice and sunny a little uh, a little cool in the air it's uh it's uh it's weird this time of year like it'll get nice in the day like you know like like 60s even 70s yeah uh but it gets really cold, really cold uh, at night. I mean, it's 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 dropping down to the low 40s, yeah. high 30s at night. Um, oh, so it, at this hour, it's still a little brisk. But yeah, it'll it'll be nice yeah. in another hour. Yeah, it, it makes me laugh when I've come out there before and people talk about how cold it is sometimes in the winter. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> like not compared to the East Coast. 
So. Oh, no. Well, uh-huh. as you say that, it always comes up. So I'm originally from the East Coast. Okay. Um, I was I was born and raised in upstate New York. And I there you go. Yeah. And so 20 years there on the East Coast. And now I've been in California. Uh, it'll be uh, November of this year will be 20 years since I've moved to wow. California. It was November of 02 uh, that I first planted the feet here. Um, awesome. Yeah, I said born in up in state New York. And then I spent uh, a year and a half. I went to college in Virginia. So I went a little, oh, yeah. a little bit south. What school um, did you go to? Uh, Win, uh, excuse me, it was in Winchester. It was Shenandoah University. Oh, gotcha. Uh, it's a, a small, uh, it was a conservatory of music and arts. Uh, I was a music student. Um, hmm. So did that for a few semesters and then said, uh, this, yeah. this ain't for me. School ain't for me. I'm done. I'm out, you know? Yeah. I think once upon a time, I looked at that school for PA school uh, when I was interested in possibly doing that. Really? But, oh, you uh, know, small world. Yeah. I'm uh, closer to, well, I'm really just kind of like in between Baltimore and D.C. So, yeah, yeah. Where... It, yeah it was really nice being there uh, at that university, though, for that year and a half, because, you know, again, up, rural upstate New York, mm-hmm. kind of isolated. I'm about 40, 45 minutes from Syracuse to give to give like a, a just yeah. a, a big enough city for reference. Right. Um, and uh, uh, so in terms of because you know 15 16 you start getting into music you know what i mean now obviously i'm in college and i'm like full-blown yeah punk and hardcore you know and 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 some metal and stuff like pedal to the metal right so here i am i'm away at college you know like away from home you know whole new place whole new people and dc is what an hour and change you know from 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 winchester realistically you know it's it's very similar where i am now in california i live in santa barbara it's like depending on where you're going to like la and hollywood like hour to two hours, you know, kind of mm-hmm. similar. So I got to go to DC a lot in that, like, you know, when I'm 18, 19 to, you know, the 930 yeah. club, club nation, um, uh, yeah. uh, uh, dude, so many shows, so many amazing times. You, you got know. to see the, the heyday for sure. Oh man. So, yeah. so much fun, so much good. Sh- and so this would have been, that would have been 2000 to 2001. That mm-hmm. was when I was in school in that area. You know what I mean? Um, drove up to Philly, uh, from there one time, got to see Bad Religion the first time I saw him. Um, nice. Drove to Richmond uh, one time uh, to go see, uh, we went to go see Leftover Crack. Oh, wow. Um, that's, a, like, that's a classic. Like right when they changed their name from Choking Victim to Leftover Crack. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it was, and, and ended up seeing Crowbar by accident on the same night. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, so, man. Cr- crazy crazy stories all kinds yeah. of cool stuff so you know i had you know quite a few schoolmates obviously that you know were in and around yeah. you know obviously you know baltimore you know the dc area you know silver springs um you know yeah uh yeah so yeah it's that's uh that's neat yeah i'm actually going down to richmond uh tomorrow to go play a brewery um, oh right on yeah it's a good little music pocket still i mean obviously that's everything's, good to know. everything's changed of course but yeah. you know, there's still bands playing. Um, yeah. Man, that's a funny well, I'm reference. Gl- that, uh, I'm glad that your band is one of those bands still playing. You know, for sure. Trying to, yeah. Us <laughs> um, too. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I feel like we could go down a couple different rabbit holes there, based on California, Santa Barbara, and just the leftover crack one too, because that's almost like come to light again, in the sense of I feel like they're getting a lot of flack now. Um, but 
I do remember, I've seen them a couple times, and they put on a hell of a show, so I can only imagine the, the early days of seeing them as well, when they were yeah, still it was, super uh, unknown. Um, I don't know if it exists anymore. So the venue, it I don't know if, again, I don't know if it exists anymore. The, the There was a bar called Swingers. Yeah. And it was like a shithole, like punk rock bar, right? Like, like mm. you, like you walk in, you're like, you walk in and like, just it, the place is thrashed, like poster stickers, everything everywhere. And it's yeah. like, I'm like, this would be my spot to drink if I, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean that affectionately as I say, like the shithole, you know, like the punk yeah. bar. Like, no, of course. Yeah. And it was upstairs in this just like attic upstairs, like, like That's extra, all. like pool hall like had a little stage little like venue spot that that the bar did shows that yeah. the bar itself had a bigger stage i think like for like slightly larger bands um but this was you know so that was where it was and um you know and uh and i was ignorant to him it was a, a buddy of mine that i had met in school yeah you know who who was a lot more in touch with a metal scene and, and just knew of all kinds of other punk that i didn't know of yet you know i'm barely yeah. getting my feet wet it really you know yeah 15 16 you're into it but i mean 18 19 like you still don't know what you don't yeah. know in life and music of course. uh but uh so he was like yo dude we gotta go to this show like it'll be rad you'll love it played me the music beforehand i was like yeah let's go see these guys it'll be crazy right um yeah. and uh and oddly enough uh to put another little extra little spice on it opening uh, completely ignorant again no clue at the time what i was seeing or knowing two-man advantage was opening mm. for them oh so awesome yeah. <laughs> so awesome yeah so yeah like all these years later it's like oh um but yeah they killed it yeah. you know what hell of a show you don't get it i mean 18 19 year old kid at his first leftover crack show and i don't know <laughs> anything about the band other than like yeah this is fast angry punk like just yeah. yelling and like yeah let's do this yeah, I always loved their lyrics. They were uh, pretty clever at times, if not uh, always controversial, maybe. But uh, sure. anyway, um, yeah, man, so you got the East Coast roots, uh, which obviously shapes the music, of course. You guys, uh, I noticed on your bio, kind of described your music as a little, you know, bit skate punk, but it's definitely got a harder edge to it than maybe some, what I think of, I guess, when I think of, like, skate punk. So maybe that's uh, a little East Coast coming out, you know. I don't know if. Uh, well, what? thank you for that. Uh, that that's that sentiment and that that observation because that's that's awesome. Um, uh, you know, anytime someone can give you a little bit of a, you know, like, hey, here's what you're doing that maybe is a little different or that's more unique or kind of why I I like yeah. that or or otherwise. Like, so thanks, you know, that's that's rad. Um, yeah, so actually, uh, not only myself, but uh, one of our current guitar players, uh, TJ, he also is from New York. We actually we actually okay. grew up as kids together, um, yeah. and and we're in bands together when we were younger. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, ultimately, we moved to California after we were done with school. His family, who had been from California, moved back to California after a little bit of time apart. Started playing music again. Decided, let's go out to California see what happens yeah. and if nothing else you're in a better place than upstate new york i mean yeah. <laughs> as you know east coast like i mean there's certain areas i mean east coast west coast north south doesn't matter there are certain areas where you know people may have more narrow-minded views perhaps or or yeah. just maybe just views you don't agree with let me i'll even be more compassionate than that you know what i mean in terms yeah. of you know uh, you know what i mean so for someone like myself 
California is definitely a, a, a better place to live and be, you know, I mean, it really, I, I've always said this, even from when I was much, much younger to until so this day, like, you know, the decision to move to California to come to California in a way truly is, is, is one way or the other allowing me to actually live the life I want to live and, and yeah. be who, or at least try to be who I want to yeah. be you know, versus opportunities and, 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 and things of that nature and other areas that, that wouldn't be as compatible with who I am. So that's where, yeah. you know, you know, coming here was good. Um, but, you know, even on the East coast, um, the West coast was a, a great deal of the first things you listen to, you know, yeah. getting, you know, again, oh, so sure. reference, you have know, 15, 16, getting into punk rock. So who's on the top of the list, rancid, no effects, bad yeah. religion, offspring you know because again in terms of who's you know green day even i mean come on that dookie record is is amazing like i don't yep. care anything they're after like so example you know like so that's kind of where you know epitaph fat records that kind of stuff like the bread and butter you know yeah. um of what we listen to but like you said you know we came from different areas and just you know or the people that we are and, and bands that were more originally perhaps that uh, you know, we absorb, um, yeah. myself and TJ, you know, we both like harder music. Um, TJ likes a lot of metal. Um, there's some metal that we agree on some, we don't, yeah. I like a lot more. I like a lot more hardcore, same kind of thing. Yeah. Like some hardcore we agree on some, we don't. Um, yeah. And, and I, you know, th that, that might be a little more me, you know, like you said, if you feel a little more hardcore edge, like that might be a little bit more me. I do connect a little bit more in that realm and, and have been yeah. involved in that scene for a long time, both on the East coast and here on the West coast as well. So um so yeah but you know like you said it, it, it also it, it is skate punk you know it's it's a lot yeah. it's, like i said yeah influenced you know influenced by those west coast bands and obviously east coast bands too you know um but i i think and i and this is where it's like i i try to be as historically accurate as i can like it's, it's obviously it's very fast it's very aggressive as you said potentially even controversial similarly to how the skateboard scene culture and individuals yeah. are viewed. so it's an easy pairing um, and mm -hmm. I think at least more currently and or contemporarily, not necessarily in its exact origins, I'll, I'll kind of like phrase it that way. I think a lot of people easily associate like skate punk sound from those early video games, the early oh, yeah. Tony Hawk video games, of course. you know, uh, yeah. again, those, I mean, you pull up the, you pull up either of those couple, two, three games, right. And you look at those yeah. soundtracks and if you take all those bands and you kind of start, I mean, that's, it yeah, yeah a lot that there it is you know so uh so yeah that's kind of yeah. you know where we kind of see where you know like I said, where we're nestled in where it's like all right people get that and uh and then we just kind of make it our own little make it our own yeah. little thing you know yeah for sure yeah i feel like when i talk to people um the tony hawk pro skater uh soundtrack comes up i don't know every other episode so with yeah. uh good reason you know yeah but uh it's Said, whether it be whether a direct influence on like myself or any member in these current bands yeah. or you know obviously bands we've been in over the years but again it's it's more so kind of in the in the discussion to the general public and or to like more layman's like I'll, yeah. you know not every like like you and i we you know and obviously a lot of other folks we could sit here and go down like bing 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 all the labels all the bands all the cool things we like yeah. the albums is <laughs> that whatever right but there's not a lot of people that'll like you said go down those rabbit holes or are that familiar they might be much more they might like it but be much more casual so yeah. the 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 video game and the pro skater references and whatnot that's kind of like okay that's gonna 
that'll touch a lot more people, a lot broader audience and kind of crosses different demos of, of people's interests. And then yeah. you'll, then you can find your little, your little nugget or that little kernel. And then you're like, okay, now I got you. And, and you can, you know, discuss or share a like, Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, if you like that song, remember, let's check this album here or check out this band. And you know, then there you go. There's your yeah. snowball downhill maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want to break the momentum of the conversation, but unfortunately, I think I got to no, restart no. my laptop because oh, she's, okay. she's a little old and I'm getting a little lag and it, it will show up in the episode. So I just, I think that's I'll okay. be able to smooth it out if I just give me like two minutes. I'll no, no, yeah, you. Good, good getting warmed up, right? Yeah, exactly. Warm up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yep, I had to restart my laptop here, and then we got back to our conversation. Now, mine actually, as, as soon as you ended the, as soon as you ended it, uh, I got like an update prompt for the whole program too. So my my whole thing just updated right now. So recording in progress. Perfect. Ah, yeah. why are you talking to me, robot lady? Uh, <laughs> yeah, robot lady's always listening can't help it <laughs> oh yeah yes yes she is oh man you hit that nail on the head um but yeah i guess we were kind of going back and forth about the uh the best coast versus the west coast as it were <laughs> i mean best coast yeah. versus the beast coast um as we say but i do admire the move obviously uh you know you're not the first person from around here to uh kind of make the jump and uh you know, I can't lie. Obviously, I've thought about it myself, but uh, I guess I don't yeah. know the cult, the culture, the weather. It's all it's all attractive. You never it's it's harder to be upset. I think when you walk outside and your face doesn't hurt from the cold um, and yeah. it's sunny, <laughs> and you know it's just you're in a better mood. Uh, maybe it's the you vitamin know, D. I don't know. As as you say that, I I I commonly refer to myself as a solar powered human being. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, so yeah, I, I love the sunshine. I, uh, you know, like I said, being born and raised in upstate New York, and now out here twenty years in in Southern California, uh, coming up soon. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't care if I never see snow ever again. Uh, yeah. Like you said, cold cold winters, and I mean, yes, the season the seasonal change does have its unique special attributes you know what i mean like to actually see the change and go through it and like not be stuck in one thing all the time like absolutely it's you know it has its advantages and there's there's a lot of pros there but that four months indoors winter is such a huge con i mean i don't i i I am okay if i never have to get on a roof to shovel (laughs) off snow so that the roof doesn't cave in if i never Uh have to do that ever again i'm okay that sounds great Oh, I don't have to go snow blow out the entire driveway in a blizzard and do it again an hour later. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think, you know, it's uh, one of those things where the snow is more fun to to visit than than it is to live in, you know? Yeah, and briefly, very briefly. Um, You know, even when I was a kid, I, I I was never into the winter activities like skiing and snowboarding and and things like that yeah. or otherwise you know what i mean sure as a, a younger kid like who doesn't like a snowball fight and building a snowman right yeah. but it, it's still just cold and then you got all yeah. wet and i'm like ah I'm, I'm over this so no let's go back inside it's warm let's yeah. play video games or something instead <laughs> you know or, or or play with action yeah. figures or something you know or uh, read some comic books 
Um, so yeah, yeah I, I'm okay with, with, like I said, Southern California, as you see the sunshine coming in the window here. And, uh, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm okay with, uh, with nice sunny times all the time wearing shorts pretty much every day of the year is awesome. Yeah. It really is. Um, I'm <laughs> jealous, man, for sure. It's uh, it's one of the few places I'd consider going for sure. Is uh, Southern well, California it, or maybe Colorado or Texas, but I don't know. Colorado well, is probably too cold for me. Every place has its pro and its con, you know. Yeah. I, I just it, it it does. Um, you know, I have some good people that I know in Texas, but you know, and and some spots might be better than others. But you know, then yeah. there's those things where you're like, oh yeah, Texas has that like that social has that. Oh yeah, Texas for a reason. You're like ah, oh, maybe. Yeah. Said, another thing in terms of me personally, as I mentioned, you know, before the recording got going or before it interrupted there or whatever, um, that uh, coming to California and moving here when I did uh, has allowed me to to become the person I want to be or at least try to be. Right. You know, versus yeah. where I was from. You know, different mindset, different views, and this culture and stuff that was just, you know, just not not what I agreed with and not, yeah. you know, narrow mindedness and, and just, uh. yeah. I mean, and another thing, like, you know, see, I don't, not, to, not to soapbox, but like you, you're picking up what I'm putting down. California was a better place for me than, than upstate New York. Yeah, Generally speaking, I mean, my you, family, family's great. I love my family, yeah. you know, and then there's my, my parents, my brother, and a lot of my other family are still there. And I have some family that's moved around a bit, you know, the, like my cousins that are my age, that our parents and stuff are pretty much in the same places, but you know, so yeah. again, I love my family and, and, and going to visit and sometimes of the year are amazing there. Um, but just like I said, it's some of the bigger things. I'm like, yeah, not, not quite so much for me, perhaps. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the Cali vibes, as they say, um, usually good. Um, did you, uh, did you skate as a kid? I figure I might as well ask, um, uh, so oddly enough, I I was barely a, a decent well, just cruising around. I mean, I okay. thought you know yeah. you know I thought skateboarding was super cool. I had friends that were a lot more into it, you know, as well as like the video as we mentioned uh, as we mentioned again before recording the the video games, you know, the the, the mm. early Tony Hawk games and skate games and stuff. Um, yeah. And so I was all a lot of my friends were into it and more. I, I just I thought it was cool, but I, I wasn't really that good at it. <laughs> again, just cruising yeah. around and and then. You know, realistically, you know, I, I was, I was, I am a musician. Um, yeah. But at the time, you know, like was going to college, you know, was looking to like be going to college for it. And, and now ultimately also what I do for a living, like the hands of the money makers. And I'm seeing people fall down and hurt themselves all over the mm-hmm. place. And I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. And and then when I was in college, um, again, f- for music, again, which we were discussing there, not too far away from you there in Virginia, where I went to school for a short bit before I quit. And was like no mas not for me uh again music school one of my friends was a guitar major and also in a punk band so it was really cool yeah. like you know hanging out doing all the and, and then you know he's going to like classical and jazz guitar and like his fingernails are all yeah. like super nice and manicured and shaped to play it, it you know it was this it was this <laughs> awesome duality to witness yeah. it was really cool so we're over at the little uh, little spot in the park by the university where everybody would skate in the weekends and stuff, right? And so we're, yeah. I'm just hanging out, rolling around a little bit, mostly staying out of people's way, uh, just watching and having fun. Um, yeah. And he was jumping, trying to clear a bench and mm. caught his toes and, and Superman <laughs> landed out, you know, on his hands yeah. and wrists. Broke both of his wrists, broke bones in his hand, um, mm. has, you know, ended up with like, you know, it was... It, 
both hands in a cast and like had to you know had to have help like getting dressed yeah. and going to the bathroom and like eating and i mean like terrible yeah. and like he lost like a year and a half of school because i mean oh. couldn't play guitar as a guitar major right his like career yeah. what he was looking to do yeah. professionally um he healed everything worked out you know what i mean like yeah. you know but like after that i i i can't yeah, I can't really no, say I, I was too enthusiastic about getting on a skateboard yeah. after watching that and like like being there and like you know be, me and like two or three other people were like who took him to the hospital. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was it was yeah it, it sucked. It was it was it was terrible. Yeah, I I can't imagine, or I, I sort of can't imagine, I guess, because I I broke my hand the other year a year or two ago, and fortunately it wasn't the uh, you know important hand, the, uh, yeah. the left one. It was just the picking hand. So I was able to even like play a gig or two um, with a cast, and you know, probably sounded a little funky, but you yeah, know, you made it work. It's just uh, uh, I didn't have to carry the amps, so you know, <laughs> that's well, the bonus. I, I, well, right? <laughs> well, as 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 they as they say, uh, sometimes you, when you're wounded, you still got to head on into battle, right? Exactly. Uh, I know I had something similar um, when I was younger. Uh, I I had uh, I had a cyst inside my tongue uh, a, a saliva like around a saliva duct like a small cysted formed right i mean it wasn't yeah. painful it was just a thing and like after yeah. hat real whatever you, like, yeah. inside inside oh, the tongue like, like with the saliva ducts like on the internal yeah. part of my of the tongue like not on the surface yeah. area at all that the, a cyst pocket had formed and then just over uh, time filling the fluid yeah. it finally got to the point where you could like oh what's that little like bumpy thing on like the bottom of my tongue right mm. not to be gross but so anyway yeah. so i had surgery to remove it you know it's a simple surgery that you know just put you under go in just cut away the bad tissue sew it back up you're on your way right yeah I had a I had a show with my band five days later, nice. yeah. <laughs> and I'm the and I'm the like I said bass player and the singer, and so so like you said like playing injured. So here I am. I still have I still have the stitches in my mouth, nice. And I'm completely marble mouthed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. not to pick up not to pick on Tim Armstrong from Rancid because we uh, all love Rancid, right? But I mean yeah. Tim has a speech. I mean he's open. He has a speech impediment. I mean that's that's yeah. real. That's that, um so you know it wasn't quite that bad, but like you know by comparison, I was talking yeah. a little funny because my tongue was all screwed up and swollen and I couldn't pronounce words properly like I am right now and it was so awkward. And, you know I mean yeah I mean that's what it sounded like. You know it was, yeah. it was so but the show went on and you know people didn't care they had, people were more laughing along with it they thought it was a chuckle you know and like yeah. i would occasionally like drool on myself a little bit while <laughs> i was singing you know and, you know, <laughs> oh man yeah. it was it was just silly. a mess, just a hot mess. <laughs> yeah yeah like you said might have been a little sloppy but still yeah. still worked out that's cool um might be too broad of a question or too long of an answer i don't know but Figured we, we're kind of getting into your background and obviously working up to the new release, uh, of course, um, which we could certainly talk about. But yeah. I just figured, were there any like uh, highlights or even lowlights of playing music for like the past 20 years in different bands that uh, maybe we should mention or just you felt like were kind of oh, important? Yeah, um, yeah a, a couple notable ones. Um, firstly, uh, my first band um, and ultimately... Okay that having a major influence on me coming to California. First gotcha. big benchmark right there. Um, like I said, with with TJ, uh, who I'd grown up with, I uh, mentioned, like I said, we mentioned this recording uh, from, you know, uh, 
from childhood, we'd grown up together, started a band together. Um, after we graduated school, his family moved to California. I was going to school, ended up deciding like, Hey, let's, let's, I'm going to move to California pursuit of music. Like I would, I would rather be in a place where punk seems to be more palatable, Southern California, as well yeah. as the mindset and people. And like they said, and experiences of my life growing up and where I was, you know, again, by that time, 1819, I definitely got a pretty strong opinion. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be there. I want to go do something else. So, so, you know, just that being a part of that band and, and music in general being that important um, to where it was like, all right, we're just going to go get a job and see what happens, but I'll be able to play music and do what I want. And that's yeah. good enough for now. Hmm. Let's go. And yeah, that, that's, I mean, no exaggeration. That's about as simple as it was of, of I'm going to yeah. move to California from New York and, and TJ as well. Um, again, his family was from here, but still like, there we go. Um, you know, and TJ still, you know, he's currently a member of this band. Um, and so that's, that's one right there. Um, like I said, I've been in a bunch of different bands. I've made some great friends, had some great yeah. shows, um, you know, got to open for some really notable bands, of course. Um, there was another, uh, so that's a, you know, just, I guess a big first high and, and major, just again, benchmark of, of my life. Yeah. Um, an extreme low that I'm happy to share. Um, that's easier to talk about as time goes on. Um, a band I was in called Shanghai. Um, I was in it with some good group of friends at the time. Um, mm. we were kind of, as they say, like the, the, the hodgepodge band, like all of us had, all of us had been in other bands that had done some cool stuff, you know, together and around the yeah. area and regionally. And so it was you know, like, okay, let's all of our bands are kind of being done and we kind of want to keep doing stuff. So it was one of those like amalgamations. Right. Yeah. Um, and it was at, at a point in our lives for all of us individually, we were all going through all kinds of crazy stuff. You know what I mean? Like mid late twenties, you know, yeah. volatile years, you know, a yeah. lot of stuff going on. Um, just in terms of, you know, your life, the way you think and feel about things. Um, I can candidly speak for it. The majority of us, uh, were probably, uh, using alcohol more than any other point of our individual lives. Um, yeah. possibly, you know, I mean, smoking weeds, one thing, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. across the board, no matter where you are, especially in California, I mean, whatever, you know, and I am an avid cannabis user. It is what it is like, so be it. Yeah. Um, but other things in addition to alcohol, absolutely were in the mix. Yeah. Um, of course for my, admittedly myself as well as other members of the band. So yeah. the key word is volatility. Um, it created a lot of magic. That band mm. was hot. I mean, I tell man, that was hot. And at the time it, it was some of the yeah. best, most passionate shit we were doing, you know, cause we were all going through it. We were in the churn, you know, like yeah. everything was rolling and it's very tumultuous. Um, and you know, some people embraced that. Some people felt like maybe yeah. you're ruffling too many feathers with some of the <laughs> things you want to talk about, you know, yeah. as a part of the scene and, and the way things are and your, just your opinions and views, right. Um, controversy, if you will, um, calling out people that might be booking next week's show because yeah. they're maybe not that great of a person, or maybe they're doing some shady underhanded shit, perhaps just yeah. whatever. Um, so what's the worst part about it? So that band, it, we were writing some great stuff. We were in the process of recording mm. our first album, which was like all the songs we had written, like our first legit sound. We put out a, a vinyl, uh, a seven inch with a prior lineup. 
changed a couple of members, whole new level. Like I said, we're hot. We're doing all this. Yeah. We were like three quarters of the way through recording. It would have been, I think, nine or 10 songs, if my memory serves, something like that. Yeah. Um, we literally had um, vocals and like a couple little extra random guitar things. Like all the instruments were done, like all of it, right? And we're and it was we were recording with some friends, other members of the scene, and long and short of it, we never got a record. The yeah. recordings were the recordings were lost. Everybody went all their different separate ways, and we never got a legit record from. Hmm. Things. I mean, it really does, you know. Um, but and, and of course, you know, the way the band went out again, volatile, too volatile for its own good. So yeah. ultimately the band itself didn't didn't end up lasting much thereafter, unfortunately. Um some of us are still friends, some of us are not. Um yeah. so that that you know that would be a low a, a low point as a musician and being in a band, you know, that was uh and like I said, th- that's that was I mean, that was probably eight plus years ago now. And like I said, every yeah. once in a blue moon that can still sting a little bit. Um yeah. so and well, then now the pendulum swings the other way to the band yeah. I'm in today. Last point, which is one of the best, the best band I've ever been in. And myself and, and the, the, the guys that are in this band with, that I'm with, we're writing some of the best material we've ever written, you know, the most personable stuff and, and, and hopefully, you know, getting ourselves to a, a position where we can start doing a whole hell of a lot more. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we can definitely get to that. Um, obviously, we should probably bring up Unfinished Business, the tune uh, you wanted to mention, or, I mean, wanted to maybe feature on this episode. Um, I don't know if you had any story behind that, or maybe just a storyline for the record as a whole as well. Yeah, um, um, I can definitely one. answer that. Yeah. Um, well, like I said our first album was, uh, our first album we put out, in 2020 um the second album here 2021 um and they are kind of part one part two in terms of they are they are meant to be kind of a direct companion piece to each other Um, i was gonna ask if it was like almost a double album or if like maybe every album you plan to put out is like a new part of the story just the way that at least the cover art looks it suggests that you know Absolutely. No, that was intentional. Like I said, yeah, definitely when we were visiting that second one. Um, and there's a couple of reasons for it. Um, yeah, a, a lot. I said there, there's some that are very, very just simple and superficial, a little more deep meaning in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, so so yes, the, that is intentional, and, and you see that. As far as moving forward, if we continue with that trend, I honestly don't know. Um, Fair enough. We we I can I can absolutely say and, and speak for myself in terms of you know said. I, all, all three of the the all three of us that play instruments, like excuse me, that play the the guitars and and the the bass. And I don't mean to dismiss our drummer Matt. That's an instrument. He is a huge part of this band. I'm sorry, that sounded terrible. But like those of us writing like the instrumentation in terms of the, the music part of it, right? Um, yeah. We all write. All three of us do. So at least I can speak for myself in some of the lyric content. There is a theme that continues through the albums with some of the songs. Some of the songs are meant to directly connect with one another, whether it be 
in the actual literal content of the song or more realistically what I'm really speaking about behind the scenes. And I, you know, sometimes I'll share exactly what I've been saying with something. Sometimes I want to leave it a little more open-ended where I'm like, Hey, you know what, this could be three different things and they're all equally right. Um, uh, you know, so, so yeah, in terms of the albums as a whole, also in terms of part one, part two, some of the songs on the second album were recorded as a part of the first album. So our first album, we were a three piece, just myself, Matt and TJ. And then on the second album, we've added Kevin as our new second guitar player. He joined up during shutdowns and, you know, we decided let's, let's make this a little bit more robust sounding band and we can do more stuff with writing and vocals and all that. Yeah. So, so, there were a few songs we didn't release from the first set of recordings in okay. case we wanted to use them for other things like yeah. a comp or do a split with somebody. Um, a couple of them we kept private and were a part of our EPK. So you only heard the material if we were soliciting it to you um, in terms of, you know, whether it be booking or a promoter or a label. Yeah. Um, trying to you know do things differently and to try to you know tap into as many avenues as you can um so then when it comes time to do the next album we're like okay let's 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 just double check these songs make sure they still sound good and just we'll put them as a part of this other album because we ultimately didn't end up doing any of those projects Mm -hmm. because again originally it was recorded pre-pandemic yeah. with the intention of being able to do what a regular band would do. You play a lot of shows to promote it. You go on tour if yeah. you can, or you know, you start doing like weekend gigs, you know, two, three days on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever. Um, couldn't do that. Yeah. Couldn't do a lot of those traditional things. Big band or small band, old band, new band. Yeah. Can't do any of the things we do. So that was where we're like, well, we can recruit another member and keep writing material. And that's yeah. kind of what we did. And then put out the next album. And now we're kind of being able to play a little bit more. Um, we were picked up by a small label for the second album. So they've been able to help make different connections and open up nice. some different opportunities for us, you know, you know, big or small, like that's kind of the idea is yeah. to just to get help really. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and then moving forward, who knows? So, so yeah, that, like I said, that's, that's kind of like, again, the, the kind of two albums and, the recording process and the, the time of them so that's where again kind of like it's kind of like a, they're the prologue if you will right yeah. kind of you see the the very short and introductory portion of what this band is capable of and is going to mm-hmm. be doing as we move forward now and are like all right here we go hang on um so unfinished business uh is the closing track of the new album yep. a broken road <laughs> um uh and it it is definitely one of our more literal songs in terms of lyric content um a lot of a a few different people have in terms of discussions or or critiques or just discussions with us have kind of said that you know our the way we like to approach some of our writing is and the way they said it to me i'm like oh actually that that's good i'm gonna i'm gonna steal that i'm gonna use that to explain it because it's very good um kind of trying to write from like the human perspective like 
like the experience of the human condition, like living as a human, right? Yeah. And in that, as opposed to this, an alien, of course. Well, you know, but you know what I mean, like, like <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm try, trying to yeah. be, you know, like more, yeah. I, I, you know, more like macro, if you will, you know what I mean? Like yeah, no, I, I got you. Yeah. Um, in terms of like, you know, if if in discussing like what like like more individually and like kind of like in your own heart and soul and or like your own life and experiences yeah. it's you can then discuss specific topics in a different and again my own opinion a, 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 an arguably more genuine way yeah so like in terms of song content for example you know we have songs as i mentioned I'm an avid cannabis user. Pretty much, we all are. You know, uh, yeah. you know, we have a, dis- a song that discusses cannabis use in term, and then specifically how certain things are o- in the context of certain things are okay and promoted, despite the fact that they will jack you up and do a lot of irreparable damage. Yet something yeah. that won't do those things is necessarily shunned upon or whatever. Well, it is depends uh, what scene. Just like anything. In, I mean, well, <laughs> I mean, well, you know, legalities you know. aside, I- I'm not. Yeah. You know, legalities and, and hypocrisy in legality, for example, on this one subject, but again, yeah, not to course. get long-winded on you get what I'm saying, like yeah, a discussion yeah. about that versus yeah. being like, smoke your weed, fuck the government. That, you know, like, again, <laughs> yeah. and that's okay. People like that yeah. punk and that style of music, and that's fine, but just that's not what we're doing. We're doing something different yeah. and want to just discuss it in a different way. Um, yeah. So like, there's an example of like, just basically like, it's not for everyone, but hey, there's kind of not quite a level playing field and not quite right here. Um, yeah we can just it's another example discussing religion and organized religion and perhaps that some of us are not necessarily a fan of it thereof um yeah you know so again we we can talk about a subject but from just like i said a slightly different perspective um you know uh you know like i said there's two examples of where like we 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 do discuss more like you know punk topic type stuff and again potentially controversial or like wanting you to like think and stir the pot but also talking about like being a person living in life and how sometimes like the experiences we have in life how it affects you internally as a person so like i said it's literally more literal just talking about hey like this is literally i i personally said i i I wrote the lyrics for this song um -hmm. uh literally laying in bed at all hours of the night with your mind just going a mile a minute i'm sure there's a lot yeah. of people for one reason or another have experienced something at least that minimal like whatever it might be like an actual like oh i got this report tomorrow i have a test or i have a job thing or i got a travel thing coming up like or or something deeper where like you're struggling with a, with a relationship or or you're struggling with you know an addiction or you're struggling with yourself um you, you know we've yeah. all kind of had that moment of like god damn it i'm here wide awake i want to sleep not mm-hmm. sleeping isn't helping and here we go right so yeah. that's kind of how it start the, the start of the song literally is i'm like yeah we, we've here we are and it's like well first and so then kind of pulling back on life like well when we really start breaking things down a lot of times the first step in trying to resolve anything you're you're looking at is you got to slow it down you know, slow down yeah. just take a, take a take a breath take a moment and 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 i'm learning in my in my personal life and things that i'm going through right now in terms of like tr- you have to try really hard sometimes to give yourself the benefit of the doubt i am not necessarily the nicest to myself you know in terms of you know the how you what you hold yourself to and how you you, know, you look at yourself sometimes 
again, I think a lot of people potentially struggle with those things and, and whatnot. So, you know, like I said, like realizing that, Hey, they pump, pump the brake a little bit, maybe cut yourself a little bit of slack and hopefully maybe baby step here at a time. You can, you know, get yeah. past those things and, and get to the next day and, and feel bigger and feel better, feel brighter. No, for sure. Yeah. Words of wisdom, man. Yeah. And <laughs> literally, so, so that's where I said, so yeah. I, I, the song and li- we, we yeah. as a band, we love the song. It's usually, like I said, it's the closing song of the album. We use it a lot as a closing song of our set. All of us, we just, we love playing it. We have so much fun. We kind of, like I said, it's just, it's a really good tune for us. But also, uh, literally speaking, since it is the last song of an album, sometimes it doesn't get the same attention as like the first three or four songs of an album. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just like, all right, funny. let's just let, let's throw an yeah. extra, let's throw the last song out there per chance, you know? Yeah. It's funny you say that though, because um, I don't know why, but ever since I was a kid, I always assumed on any album because I was I'm at least old enough to remember, you know, usually got the whole thing. I always assumed the best songs were the first and the last song. That was just you know? a basic assumption that I I would make. I wasn't always right, but that's what well, I would. That comment actually taps into my thoughts about a lot of things, actually. Book yeah. ending. I was very right. much the same mentality. Like, you're going to open off your album, maybe even the first two back-to-back, just bangers, right? Right. And then you're going to get in the meat potatoes, you know, take you on a little ride, and then they're going to close you out home. Like, just knock your socks off your yeah. God damn, what did I just listen to? Right. You may not yeah. remember every little bit in the middle, but you'll remember that first that beginning and you'll remember yeah. that end, right? So I'm right with you. Yeah. I think when I'm when we're doing a set, a live set, I think any band, whether you're doing oh, an yeah. album tour or you're doing For like sure. a collection of your hits, same mm-hmm. thing. Start off hot, leave them remembering what you're left with, you know? Yeah. Bookend that shit. Same with songwriting. I do that a lot. Pardon me. In my songwriting too well you know a lot of bands do i'm not saying anything special but like same kind of thing like with some sort of opening theme closing theme or like again my taste in writing having yeah. things mirror potentially you know throughout a song um yeah but with that's where like you said sometimes it's not the case at least and again some of this yeah. might be my opinion and semi-informed or otherwise but it's it with the evolution of music scene music culture music distribution how music is listened to in one form or another how it's absorbed it has changed differently right first and foremost across the board attention spans have shortened so depending on the type of band you are you might not want to be putting out like 35 45 minute albums like you might not you're going to start losing people they said certain bands absolutely longer albums hour-long albums you know and it's like yes God, yes, like like the new Mastodon album, for example, is over an hour long. And I'm like, yes, this is nice. amazing. Like a band like that, it's yeah. perfect. But other bands, you have to be careful. It, again, a little bit of my opinion. And then also just not to necessarily get into the a rabbit hole about streaming services necessarily or otherwise, or other online resources, which many of which can be awesome you have analytics, you have data and straight up, you can just look at your album streams and look at your song streams. And it's a direct corollary decline from start to the end of an album. Oh yeah. It starts off hot and you have way less people that are listening to the tail end of your albums. doesn't matter if they're fans or not. doesn't matter how they're listening to them. Yeah. We're talking like 
platform after platform after platform like how it goes oh, you yeah. know? so it's true and again uh, when so much is based in like the, the an online based services it just across the board let alone that currently we can't play live shows or haven't been able to yeah. so regardless of whether you're doing cds or vinyl or otherwise unless you have like a, a, a good size label and distribution system set up you don't really have a good way to get your physical material to people and when they have yeah. physical material they're more likely to listen to the entire album all the way through and or most equally through the whole yeah. thing so that it's 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 like i said it's it's an interesting adaptation as a band and like as individuals and as a band to kind of learn and see what's new and different, like how to adapt and evolve, like how you write, how you release, how, just yeah. there's so many new things, you know, cause in a way like more analog type of things like pre-digital to now where digital is a big part of it, but you also still have to be physical. It, yeah. Like mm -hmm. I said, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, yeah. It's a, uh... And so that's why, again, like more of that, yeah. you know, the last song of the album, like you said, yeah, I agree with the book ending, but then there's also, eh, which also, so that that's why, for example, you see so many different artists in terms of if utilizing streaming services, why so many individuals are releasing singles or like two songs at a time. And well, so yeah. it takes like two or three weeks for the whole album I was, to come out. Like, I was going to say a lot of times now bands, they might do a full album. But they just release it one song at a time and yep. then once it's once all the songs are out you can just um compile them together and there's exactly. your album so yep. that way exactly. every song sort of gets a chance at you know seeing the light a little so we had that discussion for the second album mm -hmm. um whether or not we wanted to do it that way or not um we ultimately decided to still keep it as a full album release versus a single yeah. release because we we still knew that we wouldn't be able to do full shows and full any type of long road touring just yet to really support it. So yeah. would that momentum potentially have been lost and or wasted versus like still building the momentum like we are and then using that type of approach for the next album with the yeah. next things we're looking to do and kind of like if we're on a slightly bigger viewing, if we're in a few more people's view and scope, and we mm -hmm. do it that way, it might exponentially be beneficial versus doing it now might not be as beneficial. See what I'm saying? Yeah. No, and I mean, we're, you know, you or I are slightly, you know, of a different age group where the people who listen to our music or this type of music, you know, they might um, trend or tend towards listening to a, to an album as opposed to just clicking through singles. So it might Absolutely. actually, it might actually work. You, to in your favor you don't really know yeah uh, for sure but but yeah man um probably gonna wind this thing down here a little bit yeah sure. um but i definitely appreciate you coming on and yeah. i'll definitely get this out probably like next week um and get the song well, yeah, on there okay. slap on and obviously if you for some reason come back to this uh this side of the uh the continent uh definitely let me know i'm trying well, to put on uh, little shows and little festivals you know in this yeah. area for sure well if so. i may i'm gonna do the i'll throw in the uh the plugs real quick uh oh, yeah. go for <laughs> like it i said so uh like i said the where it's it's a uh, last point band on pretty much all social media platforms you know at last point yeah. band we're on all streaming platforms spotify 
et cetera, et cetera, Apple, everything, YouTube, all the works. Um, and like we said, we're, we're, the couple of things we've been discussing is the newest album, which is A Broken Road. It came out in October. Uh, it was released on Allegedly Records, uh, actually good folks based in Pennsylvania. Uh, they've been tremendously helpful. Great roster bands there. So yeah, go check out allegedlyrecords.com. Also for our album, as well as merch and other great things uh, from us, as well as all the whole roster of great bands. Um, we've got all kinds of shows coming up here on the on the left coast as we're talking this yeah. east coast west coast here uh so we got a bunch of our release show is coming up here in march uh get to open up for some good bands here throughout the spring uh and hopefully uh like you mentioned coming here to, the, to coming out there to the east coast um one way or the other we are we do want to do some extended touring you know um it may not be by the end of this year, but certainly by this time next year, we will be yeah. coming to the East Coast. There is no doubt about it. Um, at cool. least by the end of the summer and the fall of this year, we want to do like two to three weeks in the West Coast loop, uh, you know, kind of all the way up Washington, out a little bit and back down and around. Um, East Coast, like I said, like I said, with the help of yeah. Allegedly Records, they got a lot of good connections that have been really good to us out there. So hopefully we'll be able to put some more things together out there with some other good folks. Um, so yeah, like I said, that's, uh, that's, you know, like I said, that's what we got going on. Um, like I said, we really appreciate, like I said, uh, you giving us the shot to come on like I said, having me just come on chit chat yeah, with you. Like I, I like this stuff. Me, uh, me and the drummer just did another interview here just a few days ago here, uh, earlier this week with a, a local one here. Um, nice. and yeah, like that's super fun just to kind of wrap and talk back and forth about where the, uh, where things overlap. If you don't mind, what was the, the name of the, that show? It was 805 Uncensored. 805. And they are, right. Yeah, and they're uh, they're on Instagram. Um, I'm not sure where they host. I, I believe their episodes are all hosted on the streaming services as well, like Spotify and everything, YouTube probably. Um, they do yeah. a lot of uh, social and political content. Like, it's, it's yeah. awesome. I, I was talking about how it's like a like a digital zine like for example you know zines yeah. and like info yeah. tables at shows right where it'd be just stacks of zines and yeah. people chat right so it's like that on a digital platform um there's actually another one actually based your real local um if you care to check it out called your life in america uh is a, a gentleman who's a local fm radio out of a community center um oh, nice. and he does uh, he does like a two hour gig where like he'll do an hour of music where it's like a lot of hardcore and punk music. Uh, yeah. And then he'll do an hour of like commentary or different issues, you know, discussing any number of relevant things like a, a rad yeah. dude, rad stuff. That's important. Um, I feel like podcasts are just the extension or the sort of modern version of that in a lot of ways of like just old school college radio or pirate radio. Yeah. It's totally you yes. call it, you know. Yes, so. I agree wholeheartedly. Or like in this case, I said community radio, where you're like, cool. Right. If you're in like a 10, 15 mile radius, yeah. you should get this station. If not, like, no. Or you know, we have uh, cool. the university here. They have a, a radio station, uh, KCSB, at the University of yeah. Santa Barbara, and uh, and uh, they do a lot of like gigs and like different stuff in the community. You know, they actually have a big yeah. food drive going on right now. So yeah, it's it's really. Oh, there's look, there's my cat in the background. Oh, uh, look, he's saying hello. I'll. Uh... <laughs> I just got a screenshot of that for you. I'll send it. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, he's right. uh it's it's time for second breakfast for him oh, at yeah. that time of, of the course. morning here. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I hope hey, you man. have a lovely, lovely day. And uh yeah, we'll thank keep you. In touch. you too. I, again, and, really um, appreciate the opportunity again. We really appreciate it. You know, like I said, we're just trying to just get out there and chat yeah. with more folks and let people know what we're doing. All right. Um, I'm just gonna send you my number so I can text you. It'll be a little easier than email. So. Yeah, sure. Yeah, for definitely. Sorry about that. Yeah, that'll work. Um, all right, man. All Later. right, cool. Hey, take care. Nice meeting you again, man. It was fun.
Damn it. So, yeah, I just want to thank Josh for coming on the show. Thank you if you uh, made it this far in the conversation. The song you're hearing in the background is called Unfinished Business. So, check it out if you like it. See ya.